For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo. Go ahead, sir. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 235, September 25th, 2019. 91 degrees on this day in 1920. 31 degrees on this day in 1926. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. It's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Souchere. Uh, the Reverend Tim Christopher, who the uh, local news gathering institutions don't pay any attention to because he's too much of a GLer and he's uh, too full of common sense and he doesn't legally play carries the, doesn't play the game. Yep. Uh, will be joining us in thirty minutes to discuss the. Uh, I can't believe the reaction of the uh, community activists after seeing the body cam, uh, body camera footage of the uh, shooting ten days ago in St. Paul. Uh, I, I I don't know what. Well, I'll read some of their comments, but I want to ask uh, the Reverend Tim about it rather than hear from an old white guy telling you to get off his lawn. Uh, he's got more credibility than I'll ever have when it comes to this. But that's going to be our point of discussion. I want to know what the end game is. And so long as uh, the 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 chief spokesperson for local black activism is Nakima Levy. Pounds Armstrong, we have no chance at racial harmony. No. It, it cannot possibly exist because this woman is in denial of the truth. I'm talking about the uh, police officer Matson having to shoot Ronald Davis. Uh, I, I don't know what even the mayor, uh, who I would imagine felt a little trapped having to say it, uh, the mayor Melvin Carter said uh, there's no really other option he could have had, meaning the police officer. Yeah. He was backing up and defending himself. He said, I could not look at the video and tell you that there is something else, something more that I could have expected that officer to do. Nakima uh, Levy Armstrong, a civil rights attorney and co-founder of Racial Justice Network, who spoke at a march for Davis on Sunday, took issue with Axtell's remarks, which I thought were very, very well done. Heartfelt. Do we have Chief Axtell's remarks? I, I, I do, but do you want to hear from Nakima first? No, let, I me, set, let me set Nakima up more. Oh, gotcha. Uh, she apparently viewed the video and was not swayed in any way to believe anything except her predisposition to believe that the police are racist and that uh, Ronald Davis should not have been shot. I don't know. She will not come on with this. Why don't you play... Uh, Play Nakima, please, uh, Reeves. You gotta be kidding me. You coming on? Yep. Okay. Give me a second. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This was yesterday outside the St. Paul Police Department's Western Division District, after the police had released the body camera footage. I don't know why you're With having the trouble. With the family of Ronald K. Davis, 
a 31-year-old African-American man who was gunned down by St. Paul police on Sunday, September 15th. Earlier today, the St. Paul police chief, Todd Axtell, as well as other law enforcement officials, released what we feel is a portion of the body camera footage. There have been questions raised about whether it is the complete footage, unredacted, unedited footage. So we have questions about that today. So that is part of our concern. The other thing that we are continuing to demand and request is an independent investigation into the shooting death of Ronald K. Davis. The video footage that was released actually leaves us with more questions than answers regarding the circumstances that led up to Ronald K. Davis being shot by police. We don't see the full scope of what happened. We don't know what happened after the fact. We don't know what happened leading up to Ronald K. Davis being shot and killed by police. And this is something that an independent investigation would allow to come forward. Um, one of our uh, activist groups, the Communities United Against Police Brutality, has actually spoken with some of the witnesses in this case who dispute the body camera footage information that came forward today. They saw things from a very different vantage point, and they have stated this today even after reviewing the body camera footage, which again lends credence to our request for an independent investigation. We have concerns about the statements of Chief Todd Axtell. On the one, the comments that he made were both unprofessional as well as inappropriate in a pending investigation. We felt that his comments were anti-activist. Many of us are people of color who are standing on the front lines advocating for change in our community. And Turn her off. I can't take it anymore. I can't take it. She is asking people to disbelieve their own eyes. Wow. So long as... See, this will never happen, but news-gathering institutions have no obligation to cover this woman. They have no obligation to stick their microphones into her face and let her start yakking away, but they're going to continue to. I have many questions for the Reverend when we... But the news-gathering institutions aren't really... Um, supporting her or trying to back up what she's saying, I no, think. But by think, giving her a platform, she's going to constantly be the so-called but assumed to, leader of the black activist community. But, so there's no chance for racial harmony with her in charge. Well, that's true. But I also think that by putting her on TV, she's pretty much... You think she, she's hanging herself with her own rope? She's doing herself and the whole I suppose movement. I'd be accused of racist for saying that because it's she would say indicative that. of a well, noose, and I didn't mean that at all. But I you would, give someone like her enough rope, and they will uh, do themselves in. Yeah, she was basically doing herself a disservice because we all watch that video, and none of us, including the mayor, see what she thinks she sees. She knows perfectly well what she sees, but and, she's lying. And the words she chose to describe uh, the chief of police are, you know, ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Davis was recently married and also a father. A few days before he died, he completed a facilities and maintenance training program. He had gone through other training recently and was on his way to a wonderful life. Okay. According to a GoFundMe account for his funeral expenses. Last year, Davis pleaded guilty to burglary stemming from a September 2017 break-in at a T-Mobile store in Brooklyn Center. And about a decade earlier, Davis was convicted of robbery with a firearm in Chicago, according to a St. Paul police report. So it's so Davis was not unfamiliar with criminal behavior. Right. Uh, and boy, when you watch that video, a couple of stations had still shots of 
Dave is coming at the officer, and boy, is there evil and uh, evil intent in his eye. But what Nakima oh, does... Man, it's alarming. What Nakima does is uh, imp- imply uh, that, A, the tape was fiddled with, mm-hmm. uh, B, there's more here than meets the eye. Well, B as in B, S as in S. I watched the tape five times. I, I don't... So long as she is given this voice of credibility, there is no chance for racial harmony in this city, in the Twin Cities. Zero. A couple of the speakers at yesterday's uh, press conference that she was speaking at actually came right out and said that they believe the video has been edited. I don't believe it has been. No, of course not. On Nakima's Facebook page, on Ms. Armstrong's Facebook page, the comments, the police have earned the distrust they face from the community Nine days to uh, uh, nine days to more than enough time to edit video and audio. I don't believe that was edited. I don't know how you could. It was real time. Well, the only part that was edited in some cases is when they had to remove profanity. Right. There's probably a counter on the video, too, isn't there? Listen yes. to this. Like my dash cam? Yes. Yeah. Activists yeah. are calling for an independent review of all video footage available, including a full-body camera video, any dash cam video, street cameras, and any other surveillance footage. It is unclear from the limited body camera footage what types of de-escalation tactics were used by Officer Matson, <laughs> why he fell to the ground, why his flashlight fell, and whether he attempted to use non-lethal force before using deadly force against Ronald Davis. The coalition wrote, the, co- the public also has a right to demand an independent investigation in police shooting cases in Minnesota given the relative frequency with when, which with they have been occurring uh, the disproportionate rate of black men and other men of color. Uh, beyond that, there have been allegations of corruption within the St. Paul Police Department and the BCA for many years, and they go on and on and on and on. Uh, they also said they have concerns about statements by Ch- uh, Chief Todd Axtell. Uh, they said Chief Axtell took aim at local activists who have justifiably called into question corruption and violence of St. Paul officers. You know what Axtell said? Having a badge doesn't make you uh, wrong any more than a megaphone with you standing in the street makes you right. 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 But he's not allowed to have that opinion. No. These are obstinate people, no. and they're never going to be satisfied. They're, it is impossible to create a system in which they would feel that justice was served. Impossible. When Recall when Noir was charged. What was Nakima's response? I don't recall. They wouldn't have done this if he wasn't black. Yeah. So she wants it both ways. I've always said, you yeah. could not give this woman a parking ticket. The mm-hmm. only you reason would be he, accused of racism. He was charged, she said, is because he was black. Officer Noir was black. Mm-hmm. Another comment on her uh, Facebook page. I don't understand why the police aren't trained to de-escalate. The police know they can get away with it, and that is why this continues. How do you de-escalate when you step out of your vehicle and you are immediately attacked? If if you try to de-escalate, you're dead in 10 seconds. Absolutely. And one of the speakers at yesterday's press conference felt that he, the officer, was safe because he had a bulletproof vest on and uh, the assailant had a tiny little knife and that knife wouldn't have penetrated through the bulletproof vest. Never mind the neck and arms and legs and groin and face and head that are exposed. Or not knowing if he has something else because it's happening so fast and his hands are moving. Well. She called the mayor and the chief's comments unprofessional. Are you kidding me? I want to reread Axtell's comments because I thought they were 
as literate as I've heard from any public he official. He could possibly have handled it better. In a long time. For more than 30 years, I've built my career on a foundation of trust, truth, and transparency. That's not to say that I or any member of our department is perfect. When we make mistakes, the St. Paul Police Department has a proven record of taking responsibility. However, this is not one of those times. And while I recognize the trauma that has been caused by a history of policing practices throughout our country that have disproportionately affected communities of color, I also cannot stand by. I simply can't sleep knowing that a good officer and all of our officers are being assailed by people who don't have the facts. Let me pause right there. They continued their attack on him after they had the facts. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The video is difficult to watch, and my heart goes out to the family of Mr. Davis. I deeply understand that any time a loved one is lost, it's tragic, regardless of circumstance. The only solace I can take from this incident is that Officer Matson was not seriously injured or killed, but I do know that his life will never be the same. I remain hopeful that quickly releasing this video will allow us to move forward with mature discourse about how such tragedies can be prevented in the future without having to wade through the waters of irresponsible accusations of murder, calculated cries of injustice, Justice and threats made against an officer who had no choice but to defend himself against an immediate and violent attack. Officer-involved shootings are serious and must be dissected and analyzed so that we can understand and address their causes. Continuing to swim in a sea of lies and distorted facts will only keep us caught in the undertow of distrust. Wearing a badge does not automatically make you wrong any more than standing in the street with a megaphone automatically makes you right. I look forward to continuing to move forward together in good faith to achieve the outcomes we all desire. And he is getting ridiculed for that statement, which is the most professional statement I've heard from a public official in a long time. And uh, I sympathize with the guy. Uh, There was another shooting in St. Paul last night. Mm Mm-hmm. You have that, Jen? Uh, I do. Yes. Why doesn't Nakima and the uh, and the group? Uh, why don't they go to the sites of these shootings and condemn the behavior of young African American males who are shooting each other? I think we're all asking that same question. Where were they last night? Is that's the seventh homicide in St. Paul this month? Wow. Yep. And what for the year, John? Do we know what for the year? 21st for the year? year? 21st homicide of the year, 7th this month, yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Police say they can't recall such a bloody span. Okay, let me get you the names of these groups that are acting in unison to attempt to pull the wool over our eyes, and we're not allowing it. Nakima is uh, particularly dreadful here. The Anti-Police Brutality Coalition includes Black Lives Matter, Twin Cities Metro, Blue Lies Matter, L-I-E-S, Communities United Against Police Brutality, Cop Watch Minneapolis, Justice for Cordale Handy, Justice for Isaac Aiden, Justice for Marcus Golden, Racial Justice Network, and Twin Cities Coalition for Justice for Jamar. Why aren't any of you groups going to the scenes of troubled shootings involving young African-American males and, and protesting. Yeah. Them, where not were, the police, where, them. Where were you two weeks ago when that video surfaced of that gang beating downtown Minneapolis near Target Field? Where were you there? You were pretty quiet then. Not enough cameras. Why don't they go to where... Why don't they go to the south side of Chicago where black lives quite literally are not mattering? No. They don't matter. The hospitals are so full, they have to move patients around in Chicago on a hot weekend because they don't have enough 
beds. But boy, I we, we did we all pretty much call this yesterday? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just pathetic. It's pathetic. What's pathetic about it is none of it's surprising. That's what's so pathetic about it. Yeah, you're right. It's very predictable. And we didn't even feel like we were going out on a limb no. yesterday when we called it. No. It was with some, like, I would almost call it resignation. Remember when she decided to run for mayor, Nakima? Yep. Could you imagine the city of Minneapolis with her at the helm? No. She won't come on with us, so I can't ever explore anything with her. But I think she would prefer an America without police. Of course. Uh, which absolutely. Just results in then complete anarchy. That would be great to get from her. What? Just like the climate people. What do you want? Mm -hmm. Tell me tell me what the perfect scenario would be in your world. I I even surmised from watching that body cam video. See, here's what here's what she must think or here's what she wants her people to think. That that cop got up Sunday morning saying, "Yep. Damn it, I hope some black guy rear-ends me today." So when I get out of the car, I can shoot him. Yep. I really hope that happens today. And then, goodbye, honey. See you, kids. Yep. I'll be back for dinner. But I really hope that... Are you out of your... She's out of her mind. She's bleeping out of her mind. And the quote when she said, we want to know what happened before. Are you that dumb? You can't predict? This or, moron ran into him. That's got, what happened before. He got rear-ended and was getting out of the car. He was at a stop sign. But the thing I took from the video was... A, how surprised he was, and B, I think, how hesitant he was to have it reach that conclusion. He didn't want to shoot yeah, him. He didn't want to. Yeah, he didn't shoot tell. 10 times. He shot twice. He didn't want to. He did not want to. He knew immediately was how. He, what's he supposed to do? Right. And what was his first reaction? He called for backup yep. and a medic yep. for the guy. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to kill him. Yeah. After several warnings, drop. what are you doing? Drop the knife. Drop the knife. And this profoundly disingenuous, duplicitous woman is, is preaching to vulnerable people, vulnerable in the, in, in, in the way they form opinions, preaching to vulnerable people that this, again, is yet another example of police brutality. No, it is not. And I, I repeat, you could not give that woman a parking ticket without being accused of being a racist. You could not pull her over for going 40 in a 30 without being accused of being a racist. I'd love to see that body cam footage of that cop. We have no idea what uh, the Reverend Tim Christopher is going to say. I'm really, really curious to find out. What time are we talking to him? About, uh, about 10, 15 well, minutes the, from now. And, and again, I, I want a, a, a black man of the community to, to react as opposed to me. My reaction to this is just as predictable as Nakimi's was. Mm -hmm. But Tim's isn't. He's not a puppet. No, uh, he's that's a, why I want to talk to him. He's a listener, but if he feels the need to push back against us, he certainly oh, he will. will. Oh, sure. And we prefer it that way. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not anticipating or I'm not I'm not having Tim Christopher on merely to corroborate our instincts. Right. I'm having him on because he's a black voice of North Minneapolis. 
Yes. Uh, the kind of community leader I happen to prefer over this troubling woman. Yesterday, you had mentioned something to Kenny when he asked if, if Trump were to get reelected, what are we going to face? And you had mentioned something in regards to a civil war. Mm-hmm. Do you think in a certain regard we're already there? Uh, along these lines? No. I, I, think the, I think the atmosphere was a lot worse a few years ago when the group Black Lives Matter was shutting down freeways. I think there was a lot of hate and animosity um, from everybody towards Black Lives Matter. But do you see what I'm getting at? For their form of protest. uh, Will they have the audacity to block a freeway because of this? Heavens, yes. I was going to say, I hope not. I won't be shocked. Will you guys? (laughs) With evidence overwhelming like this saying it, it played out how it had to play out. Yeah, I actually would be. I, I would be. Okay, I guess I would. This tape is so clear. And the fact that Miss Levy thinks that it's been edited is so absurd. There's a counter on there, a time clock, and you can't edit that. Well, the only thing and it would said, jump around. It yeah. would go from like thirty-seven seconds to fifty-seven seconds. Well, I, I and wanna, it's steady. It's a it's a steady count. I want to say something that we were staying off the air. I I, I haven't heard it come up, but apparently the camera uh, can make some very percussive sounds if it's touched or slammed or mm-hmm. yes. you know a real. We did that. Like if you're in a fight, in but a it was tussle. All, it was much more metallic than this, and I I want it. I want people to understand that that's merely the, the percussive sound of the instrument. It had nothing to do with shooting. Right. Correct. Yeah, it's but not. That, a, it's not a movie set. In fact, I'm surprised she didn't say. I heard 17 shots. If you factored in this, well, she can't be that dumb. She's pretty dumb. <laughs> No, she's not dumb. You well, know what she is? Extremely calculating. Calculated. Extremely yeah. calculating. Yeah. Extremely able to choreograph. Yeah, I don't yeah. see her as being she's not dumb. Dumb at all. She's not dumb. She's she's shrewd. And she's misleading. Know. And she's mis- She's disingenuous. She's duplicitous. She's deceiving. She's. Uh, I have to get my thesaurus. You know, you uh, talked about what the cops uh, were to think before. Every cop I know is just saying, "I want to make it home." When they go out that day, I want to make it home. I want to come home at the end of my shift. To, for her to say, we want to know what happened, what led up to this. No. What led up to it, you foolish woman? Is this kid rear-ended him? That's what led up to it. Why am I? Why am I wasting my breath? It falls on deaf ears when it comes to her. Right. She's not. She's. She has an altered reality. But those in the in the. African American, black community, wherever you want to call them, have to at least on this one say, uh, "Okay, we're going to brush this one aside." That well, they can't protest what they saw here. As I say about uh, the education system in this country, I've I've hoped and prayed that black families wake up to the idea that the mystery, the the leftism, the failed academy—they're not doing your children any favors. The Aaron Benners. Yep. Uh, they're not doing your children any favor. You're, they're making your children less than. I would say the same thing about uh, Nakima Levy. Yep. She is not doing you, uh, black citizens of the Twin Cities, she is not doing you any favors. She is playing you uh, as some sort of fool who would actually believe her nonsense in, an, in, a, in a means to enlist you in her ongoing assault on the police, which, and that's what I, one of the things I want to ask Reverend Tim Christopher, to what what is the end she wants? What is the end game? No police? I think it's no police. 
impossible. I'll bet if we looked, we could probably find a quote close to that from her. It, it was mentioned during her abbreviated run for the mayor of Minneapolis that no police was on the agenda. Now, I don't know if it was by her directly or, Rookie, get on it while we take a break. Let's go here. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Say, R.F. Moeller Jeweler is having their exceptional diamond event in the Redina store tomorrow, Thursday, September 26th through Saturday, September 28th. All diamonds and diamond jewelry are going to be 10 to 50% off. This doesn't happen often with Moeller, so take advantage of it. They take trade-ins on diamonds purchased from R.F. Moeller and other jewelers, so it's a great opportunity to upgrade her diamond to a larger diamond. This year, they're also having a sketch artist on site in the store who can help you design a custom piece of jewelry. As I say, these special molar events don't happen often. That's a sign of a great institution, by the way. They don't need to hold these kinds of events, but they do it occasionally. Take advantage of this while you can. Visit them at 50th in France and Edina. That's their Edina store, 50th in France, Thursday, September 26th, tomorrow, through Saturday, September 28th. The other stores, of course, are at Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis, uh, and at all three stores throughout uh, the month of September. All uh, revenue received for the uh, replacement of your watch battery is going to the Children's Cancer Research Fund. We are going to be joined uh, shortly by the Reverend Tim Christopher, who works, uh, what's the name of his church, you guys? Um, Sorry, I called it this morning. Uh, Berean, uh, let me get the actual title here. We're just about to put him on hold. Berean Baptist Church. Reverend? Hello, Reverend. Hey, how you doing today? Reverend Tim Christopher, uh, we've talked to you before on the air, wanted to talk to you today. You're at the Berean Baptist Church in North Minneapolis? Yes. Reverend, uh, are you following the case in St. Paul where the uh, body cam video shows the uh, confrontation between a policeman and a, uh, a uh, fellow who rear-ended him? Uh, yes, I am. Um, definitely been on that. Wanted to see how everything turned out. Um, was going to go to one of the visuals that um, everybody was putting on and, and see how that, that turned out. But uh, I just wanted to wait for the video to actually come out before I made a statement or said anything. Would you make a statement for us now that you've seen the video? Oh, now that I've seen the video, the, the cop was in his right in what what he did in his actions. I mean, I have, I have no problem in saying that. When they do wrong, I'll say they do wrong. Mm-hmm. They do right. I would definitely stand up for the cop and say in his actions, that's what he does. If it, I'm in that same position, like I said, I am a... I carry a firearm. Mm-hmm. You get out of a car, you coming at me with a knife. I'm not looking for a taser. And I understand everybody always say, well, the cops train for that. Mm-hmm. They train to use their taser. I get that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But you stopped the threat. He was a threat. He needed to be stopped. Sorry. The uh, black activist community, most notably Nakima Levy Pounds, are you familiar with that woman? 
Oh, yeah, I know her. She's suggesting that the police are withholding something or that the body cam uh, footage has been edited and that the remarks of the police chief in St. Paul were not professional. Could you respond to any of those accusations? Um, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to speak for her. Like I said, I can only go off what I saw. Mm-hmm. And if, if that's what they believe, then, you know, they can run with that. Mm-hmm. But what I saw was a police officer doing his job. Now, if they got some type of other information from somewhere that we don't know of, that they can share with us on their opinion of why they believe that the police is doing this or they got some type of information that they're not sharing with us, then, you know, let us know about that. Mm -hmm. But at this point in time, I can tell her and anybody else who wants to sit here and try to figure out a way to spin this, we need to stop. Let's look. Let's go on working and try to figure out how we're going to stop the crime that's going on in this community. That, that, that young man jumped out of the car. That young man, apparently something was wrong with him. Let's find out what, what was wrong with him and see if we can help somebody else that's in his same situation. So that does not happen again. Well, I think you and I have alluded to this before. How do we... Uh... How do we approach healing this this behavior when there's such a decline of moral and ethical integrity in this country? And I don't I'm not referring to just black people. I'm referring to a decline of moral and ethical integrity throughout our culture. Well, I'm I'm going to say it again, and I, I'll not keep saying it. We got to get back to getting to the heart of people. If we can't if we can't touch somebody's heart, then we're not going to be able to touch their mind, their spirit, and their soul. It's the heart that's driving these people. It's just people with bad hearts. So we need to start getting people back in the church. But yet, we still need to have the church stand up to what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I understand people look at church these days and say, you know, you got, you got pastors out here on YouTube doing this, and you got reverends doing this and doing that. But, you know, my thought is we really need to bring God back in school, number one. That wouldn't bother me. And until we do that, then things are going to keep happening. I mean, you kick God out the front door and the devil moves in the back door. What do you expect? How about the breakdown of the family? Well, the same thing with that. Yeah, like you said, the breakdown of the family. We're, we're going to be addressing that um, and talking about that. But we just need, like I said, we, we need mentors. Mm-hmm. We need black men who, who are going to be mentoring some of these kids. And I was on your show, and, I, and I'll say it again. A young man, his life can't be thinking that he needs to be the top drug dealer on that corner. That that we, we, We've got to get that mindset out of these kids. I mean, they can be plumbers. Plumbers make a pretty good living. They can be electricians. Electricians make a really good living. Mm-hmm. They could be pavers. A paver makes a really good, you know, you don't always have to be basketball, football, rapper, a drug dealer in order to be someone these days. I mean, these trades are losing out, and we as black people need to start understanding that and seeing that and getting in school, sitting down, learning our ABCs and our one, two, three, so we can get a good job, so we can start building up the community. If you want to stay in North Minneapolis, I have no problem with that. But be somebody. And lift up the community. You're, you're, raising, you're, you're raising a really interesting point. In other words, employment could be an answer to many social ills, couldn't it? Exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. And I see jobs going begging, Tim. I, I, I see billboards all the time, now hiring, now hiring, now hiring. There's no need for gangs of 15 kids to be roaming the street. If they wanted to, they could have a job. They could have a job. Right, right on Plymouth Avenue, there's a place called Summit. There's a Summit Academy mm-hmm. that teaches you to be an electrician, mm-hmm. that teaches you to be a, 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 a framer, a mason, all that thing. It's right there in the neighborhood that the key, these kids can go to and, and start getting the training that they need to get a good job. Okay, then how, what's the key to mo- motivating that young man to go to the school? We just, we just got to get his mindset right. Look, he, here is the deal. Now, if I'm living out in, let's say, Plymouth, mm-hmm. I don't go through worrying about if I'm walking down the road, if a stray bullet is going to hit me. I don't hear gunshot. So that trauma, and people don't understand that, that's trauma every single day. Just think about walking in a war-torn uh, uh, community every single day. Somebody's getting shot. you got to step over bodies. It's over ODs. You see that all the time. That wears on a young kid. We've got to clean up our neighborhood. You see, you see Mayor Fry got himself into something that he don't even understand what he got himself. And now he don't know what to do with it. So what he's thinking about doing is trying to find a way to just, just, just move everybody out and start over. That's not how it's going to work. He needs to come into the neighborhood and actually do something that's going to help these kids and get their mindset right. Are you having success at Berean Missionary Baptist Church on 30th Avenue North? You know, Joe, I'm 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 gonna tell you right now. Since since you and you guys have came into my life, it, it's just been. I just had a I had a listener. Uh, I'm not gonna say her name, but she know who she is, and she let me shout her name out on Twitter. I'm gonna do it. She just sent me a boatload of underwear for the homeless, and I'll be I'll be going down. And once I get that package. I'll be going down on Curry Street at the Salvation Army and handing those out because that's one thing that the homeless, when I talk to the homeless guys down there, that's yeah. one thing they always say they need is underwear. That's what Kenny <laughs> always says. <laughs> I, I donate, but I use them up. There's oh, n- Reverend, there's nothing left when I'm done with them. <laughs> so, <laughs> They're not even rags. You can't even start yeah. a fire with them. All right, Kenny, all right. Oh, okay. Reverend, it's, so the, that, rook, it's yeah. the rookie here. I have a question. What is the perfect mentor? Age-wise, is it a grandfather? Is it a teenager? Is it a 25-year-old male? Who is the perfect mentor yeah that's what that's what i would like to see i would like to see some of these males probably 25 and up you know where they kind of then got that spirit out of them where they want to go clubbing all the time where they think they need to go chase girls and about 25 and up would be awesome if we can get a couple of men and i don't care what you look like you know i'm, I'm not I, I don't look at person you could be like i said white black orange purple it doesn't matter to me the only thing I'm looking for is people to sit there and say, you know, I'll take a young man up under my wings. I'll try to teach him. I'll try to give him some type of guidance and, and then go from there. I want to return you to the uh, to the uh, body cam video that began the conversation and ask you a question. How harmful is it to the black community that black activists continue to insist that a case like that is an example of police brutality. They're they're asking you to disbelieve your own eyes. Right. It, it's hard because 
they, they, they also look at, you know, somewhere down the line, the one before that. Well, mm-hmm. something could have happened before that. So we're still into that, that ma- mindset of, you know, Jamar Clark, right. for one. Right. You know, we're, we're still fighting that. They, they just still go over, still think about that. We still bring that up at every news conference or anything of that sort. So that also plays into this here. But when you got something this clear, you know, and I, and I, and I said it the other night, when you, or the other day, when you got something this clear, it's time to, to shut it down and apologize. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's just that's just the bottom line. I, okay, you know what? You got this one wrong. You know, step up to the plate. Apologize for saying the things that you said about the police, about the police captain, and everybody else. You know, and, and, and let's let's wait to fight another day. Now, don't get me wrong. Now, I I, hey, I, I was out on the freeway. I'm not going to sit and say that I wasn't because I was upset when 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 Philando Castile was was murdered. Mm-hmm. That, that hurt my heart. I that know. hurt my heart to the core. So was I out there? Yes, I was. Mm-hmm. I was out there screaming and yelling and doing everything. But when I see something like this, there's nothing I can do but sit there and say that the police did their job. Look, I want to go home just like the police would want to go home. Mm-hmm. That's, 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 it's plain as day. I think it'd be terribly healing to hear uh, an apology uh, and they could just say, look, on this one, we're wrong and we apologize. I think that'd be no, terribly healing. No, if, if that happens, then then you know we can't we can't push the narrative to keep going for the next time something happens. Yep, yep. Um, that, that 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 that's not going to happen. You're not going to get in the politics. So, Reverend, I have a question about. I'm wondering if the program, if the uh, five of us here are headed in the right direction. Before we called you. We were talking about another shooting that happened last night in Dayton's Bluff. A gentleman named Terry Edwards was uh, shot down and killed. And we were wondering aloud, where were the activists to protest his killing? Do you feel that's the right approach or should we, is that the wrong angle for us to approach shootings like that? where, Where there is no protest, Black Lives Matter doesn't show up, nobody says anything. What would be your approach to that? Well, well, my my thought is I'm 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 pretty much the same thing. Uh, no matter no matter who it is, if someone gets shot and someone dies, we should be there for the family, whether it's a protest or not a protest. Now, what you got to understand about the guy that jumped out of the car and the police shot him, that was more of a protest saying just release the film. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really a, at, at the time. It wasn't a protest really kind of saying, well, the police was in the wrong, blah, 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 was in the wrong. That was basically saying, just release the film or we're going to stand out here and keep yelling. Um, now, when, you know, black on black crime happens, uh, we're kind of, uh, it's sad to say this, but we're kind of sensitized already to that. You know, we, we, you know, it's just walking down the road going, looking to the side, go, oh, well, another black man killed another black man. That's okay. Let's keep going until we find something that we can scream and yell about. But, the, but, Rev, there are literally square miles of Chicago neighborhoods where black lives literally do not matter. Why don't activists take that under their wing? Well, there's a, there's a few out there that, that, that that's going to sit there and say something. You know, and it's just like the, the, the situation that happened this weekend where they had the, you know, the guns down, love up. Yeah. Uh, um, situation out there that that was poorly um, attended mm-hmm. by the black community, which which it 
that's it. That that's something else that hurt, hurt my heart. Now I was out there for two and a half hours waiting for people to show up and didn't see anybody. Um, so, you know, when it comes to gun and violence in the black neighborhood, yeah, it, it's just it's just a funny play. It really is. It's according on how one's feeling. It's according on who knows someone very very well. We had an activist that was shot in the neighborhood, and people got out by another black guy, and people got out and started making noise for this activist. But you know, for your kind of for your everyday person. No, you don't. You're not gonna get. You're not. You're not. You're not gonna get the the shutting down of the freeways. You're not gonna get the screaming and yelling on the roads. And why that is, I, I I don't really actually know. But you let you let something else happen. You let a white person shoot a black man or police. Then then it's a whole total different story. But I wish there was a way that we can start looking at, like I said, all lives. And it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who it is. You know, let me let me let me make myself clear. A life is a life. Black, white, Indian, Puerto Rican. A life is a life. Right. Hey, All lives can matter. Hey, Reverend, it's Reavers. Really quick here before you go. Um, if people are hearing you for the first time in the show, or jailers that have heard you before and want to help support you and the good work that you're doing for not only the community but for the homeless community as well, how can they do that, sir? With donations, you know, et cetera. You, you, yeah, you know what? I'm, um, we're we're going to be starting something, and that's another thing I want to thank the GL for because one, uh, a GLer is going to start us a five hundred one c. That's what he does, and he's going to get that started because it's kind of getting a little overwhelming for the for my church because we didn't expect. I mean, I, honestly, I, I never expected what has happened to us. I mean, GL the GLers fed uh, kids breakfast, lunch. And and somewhat of a snack throughout the summer. Fantastic! It, it, it's awesome what you guys have have done. So uh, for right now, uh, I'm you know I've got a I've got a I, I hate to say, you know kind of say it, but I kind of got enough. Oh, <laughs> no, do not say that. Do Always gonna have that. more, Rev. <laughs> okay, no, no. But, but but what I'm saying is I'm I'm uh, you know. Right now, it is is basically underwear for a home. I got a lot of homeless. I got a lot of homeless men, right. and that's what they say to me when I talk to them. What do you really need? And they say underwear. All right. So, but I'm I'm trying to put some things in place. So when if people want to give, if they sit there and go, you know, I would rather give and come down to to uh, the Salvation Army on Curry Street by the bus station and help you out. I would rather give. I'm, we're, we're, we're right in the middle of doing some things, so if they want to just hold off for a little bit, give me an opportunity to get some stuff in place because, like I said, I want to do everything right, and I want to make sure that all my T's are crossed and all my I's are dotted. All right, sir. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll stay in touch. I appreciate Hey, yeah, we got to get in and talk about Candace Owen one day, too, so I just want to throw that out there. Well, we'll anyway. bring that up some other time. Thank you, sir. All right, the Reverend Tim Christopher from uh, Berean Missionary I've Baptist a, Church in North Minneapolis. I had a great idea. Hmm. Let's start an underwear drive. Then we'll collect it here and bring it up to well, him. Well, he says he's got enough. He's got a whole church full of underwear. I bet he'll let us know, though, now. He'll let us know. Hey, GLers, uh, we need to get we got, Yeah, let's get something going on the website to help him out. I got a better out. idea. For his church, if they're going to have a function, why not, for their silent hey, auction, hey, hey, hey. get them in touch with BT 
S auctions. You're a genius. Yes. I'm really that is, and I'll, that is a good idea. And I'll I pull the rev aside. I'll say Reverend. You don't even have to do anything. <laughs> they do it all for That's you. Better I'd rather have a underwear. picture of Gordy Howell than some new boxers. Right. That's better than my if underwear you're idea. Sick of a silent auction that's full of underwear and wine, you call BTS Auctions. In fact, this is another great thing. If you're a business, let's say you've got a bowling alley, let's say you've got a restaurant, you've got some dead space, well, big-time sports auctions can help your group raise money at your next event, but also with that business, they can help you generate revenue by converting some of your unused space to silent auction displays. Big-time sports auctions is very smart, and they're very innovative. They work with dozens of businesses like restaurants, bowling alleys, office buildings on weekly auctions for framed with framed prints. Steve goes in, sets up each different items. Customers bid on that that week. He changes out the items regularly and collects the proceeds for you. Sound like a great idea? It is. So take advantage of it. It's a great way to engage with customers. Create a little sizzle in an area you might not be using to generate revenue. It's all about the rev, baby. Call Steve at Big Time Sports Auction 612-718-3629. He'll walk you through the program. BTS Auctions.com. Tell them that the Rook sent you. BTSauctions.com. Back with John Height. It's not the beginning the Earth of a... is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. <laughs> That's the beginning of a Black Sabbath song, isn't it? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> So we've been talking about it for the past couple of weeks, and uh, a rash of unusual robberies and shootings of uh, innocent civilians as of late here uh, in both uh, the Twin Cities. Us folks, us guys that carry and uh, have firearms, we sooner or later get asked for advice from non-firearm owners on the best gun to protect their family in their home. Or even worse, we'll hear somebody say, that doesn't own a gun will hear somebody say that you're going to get a handgun and put it in your nightstand or the workbench or whatever. My first bit of helpful advice is before you do anything, go to dkmags.com. The guys at the shops of dkmags.com up in New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun, they will help you choose the right firearm for your personal protection needs. And that's, um, you know, it might be a sidearm for concealment or it might be a long gun for your home, office, garage, whatever. They're not going to judge you. They're not going to try to upsell you into something that isn't useful to your situation. Sometimes a handgun next to the bed, a bad option, or a long gun under the counter, that might actually be dumb. Stop into DKMags.com in New Brighton or Monticello Ponted Gun. Have them discuss and show you the options. And I'll tell you this, my only advice, safety training. Absolutely the most important thing you can do for you and your family. DKMags.com has been my only choice for firearms and accessories for years. It's because they're the best. Best advice, best selection, best prices, and best empl- the best employees of all the firearm shops here in town. Check them out. You'll see why. DKMags.com in New Brighton and Monticello Pond and Gun, proud members of the DK Mag. Uh, of Here's the John G- Height. Of the GL family. GL family. John Height. <laughs> That's it. These guys. Wow. We're the Sweetly. only. We're the only two that get that reference. And, Josh. Uh, and right after the music, Ozzy goes, All right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Are you going to do news or I'm just gonna... act like a child? <laughs> How many Black Sabbath songs do you think he could name over here? I can't. I'm not I a fan. Really? I'm not a fan. I'm oh, Mama, my I'm God. They're, home. they're dreadful. Finish with my woman. Uh, Mama, paranoid. I'm coming home was an Ozzy song. It wasn't a Black Sabbath song. You so. are FYI. <laughs> Tony Iommi with his fake fingertips. Yeah, he's got fake fingertips. And he can still play that guitar fact, like ringing a I have a buddy that's such a big fan, he named did, his Black Lab Sabbath. I want, I want to hear the news. You, you didn't now. see this conversation? He has fake fingers? Coming, no, I don't want this conversation. <laughs> uh, as we've been talking about pretty much the whole show on Tuesday evening, activists from various groups gathered outside of the Western Police District in St. Paul to discuss the release of the body camera footage in the shooting of Ronald Davis. Activists calling for an independent investigation asking that footage from dash cameras and surveillance cameras along the street be reviewed. Nikimi Levy Armstrong, Nikimi, excuse me, Levy Armstrong said we have a right to demand accountability. We have a right to go beyond a splice of body cam footage. Earlier in the day, police released the body cam footage, which shows the officer shooting Davis after Davis rammed the back of his squad, ran toward him, and attacked him with a knife. The officer warned Davis on the video to drop the weapon. St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter later addressed the body camera video Tuesday afternoon, stating he saw the officer defending himself. Carter said the decision regarding charges will be made, as always, by the county attorney's office after the conclusion of an investigation. What do you think this will cost the taxpayers? There'll be a lawsuit to give this guy's family some money. He's a criminal. I uh, I did not know you were going to go so in-depth on this, but mm-hmm. this morning, very early, I was up and I wrote a song about this, and it's it's not a funny song. No, so I don't anticipate can, that it would be. So you don't mind if I do it? I don't way. mind if you do it. I call it the St. Paul Activist Blues. All right. So. We seek the truth, but then we deny it. We see the video, but still we don't buy it. Blinded by hatred, we can't accept what's real. What comes to be unfair, it's not a time for us to make a deal. Being an activist keeps me on my toes. Doesn't matter if I'm needed, I just go where it goes. Might harm someone else's life, even if they're in the right. Sometimes I wonder how I ever sleep at night. That was it. See, it wasn't funny at all. It It wasn't funny at all. I didn't want it to be. It does sound blues. It didn't merit to be funny. No. no. Did not merit to be funny. uh, I like the blues when it's just a guy on a chair and his guitar and a microphone. That, to me, is the real blues. And I don't do that kind of music justice, but the guys that can do it justice are amazing. They keep time by stomping your That's how I used to do it. (laughs) 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 Yeah. That's what we're thinking. Yep, hang on. I Is that when they shut hang your on. microphone off? Yeah. They would never let me sing. Yeah, that's that's sad. That's a sad story. Uh, President Trump. But I didn't know it. I was up there singing away. I didn't know. Well, you were Barney Fife. Yeah, I was Barney Fife in the choir. Who's <laughs> doing this? Without any. President Trump repeatedly prodded Ukraine's new leader to work with the U.S. Attorney General and lawyer Rudy Giuliani to investigate Democratic political rival Joe Biden, according to a rough transcript summarizing the call released Wednesday. In the call, the president raising allegations without citing any evidence that the former vice president sought to interfere with the Ukrainian prosecutor's investigation of his son, Hunter. Uh, Trump said to Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky, there's a lot of talk about Biden's son that Biden stopped the prosecution, and a lot of people want to find out about that. 
Conversation between the two leaders, one piece of a whistleblower's complaint, which followed the July 25th call. The complaint is central to the formal impeachment inquiry launched Tuesday by House Speaker Nancy Pelosi. The White House account of all the call reveals that the president was willing to engage a foreign leader to dig up some dirt on Biden, but Trump appears to stop short in the call of any explicit quid pro quo, like linking Ukraine's help to American aid or other assistance. Days before the call, the president froze nearly $400 million in aid to Ukraine. It is legal under federal law to seek foreign government assistance in U.S. elections. It is illegal? Illegal. Yes. yes. Okay. I have a great email from Tim who writes great emails. If you review the simple math involved in removing a president from office, you will quickly see that it is a fool's errand given the current composition of the Senate. Removal is a two-part procedure that only begins in the House with a vote for impeachment. Then the matter is referred to the Senate for trial, where it requires a two-thirds vote, 67 senators, to remove a president. The problem for the Democrats? They have only 45 senators and two independents. There is no way they will get 20 Republican senators to vote to undo the results of the 2016 election and remove a sitting president. In addition, there are some Democratic senators from conservative states like Joe Manchin from West Virginia, where Trump won by 42 percent, who have voted with the president on all important issues, including tax cuts and both Supreme Court nominees. We have been through this before. In 1998, Bill Clinton was impeached by the Republican House and summarily acquitted by the Senate. In the end, it made Republicans look bad for wasting all of that time on an endless hearing rather than doing the people's business. If the impeachment hearings go forward, it will be pure kabuki theater with the performances highly stylized and the ending preordained. Both sides know that if it ever gets to the Senate, Trump will be acquitted. Nothing will be accomplished other than angering the American voters who want the opportunity to make the decision on Trump for themselves at the ballot box. That's why we hold elections every four years and make the removal of an American president so difficult. Let me play devil's advocate. Yeah. What if the investigation finds that there's a reason for impeachment? Well, then then, I, then I, should it matter what party you're with? No, it should not. It should not. I right. should not. I should be impeached. Yes. If we find out exactly. that he was withholding aid for this. John yes, asked right. this question before the show, and I was thinking it yesterday. What the hell are we getting done? Oh, oh, not, not a lot. Not, yeah. Nothing at all. I'm actually looking for that right now. Are we spending more money on Seriously, the debt? Because, what in the hell are we getting done? Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. It, 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 this from, is embarrassing. From what I'm reading, there's a lot of bills, but uh, not a lot of movement in, on in, any of them. In his email there, the Kabuki Theater line mm-hmm. is so true. If this goes forward, mm-hmm. it will be. Because even now, if you have a hearing in any Senate or right. House committee, it's, you know. Yeah. It's, Grandstanding. It's 10 children on this side, 10 children on this side, and we sit. And, will this know. be cause enough for him to not seek re-election, in your guys' opinion? No, he's going full throttle. I've given up trying to figure him out. He's, he's if it got to the point where he thought he'd be nailed, I predict he would resign so he could say that I've never been impeached. Oh, well, he doesn't want to be the first president impeached since what Andrew Johnson? Well, no, I mean to actually be impeached. Yeah, Nobody's but didn't ever... didn't okay Nixon was going to be impeached but resigned. Resigned. Clinton yeah. was acquitted. Yep. And I thought Andrew Johnson got impeached. He was acquitted. He Andrew was Johnson. So yep. no president. Has, has ever, ever been, been led out of the office with a cardboard box full of his belongings. Correct. correct. Do you correct. think they that that's what they want because they actually want to run against Pence? No. Because they feel like no, they I have a shot against Pence? No, I think this is being done because the hatred for Trump is very real and very deep. And it started from day one. started from day one. He took office. But well, if this clown can't use the power of his office to, to, to threaten foreign leaders to give him dirt on a presidential opponent... 
A Maplewood nightclub is suing the city over an action plan enacted by city leaders after a shooting last spring. In June, the city council passed that action plan for Myth Nightclub, threatening the owners that if the venue fails to comply, it might be shut down. All of this coming about after a man was shot in the neck in March in the parking lot near the club. According to the complaint, Myth is accusing the city's action plan of being discriminatory. They add that closing the club arbitrarily lacks due process. Myth argues there's no evidence the shooting was connected to the club and it never agreed to any plan. City of Maplewood issued the following statement. The operational action plan seems to have been working. Since the beginning of summer, there have been fewer incidents. We're shocked by this latest development. When's the last time you guys partied at the Myth? Never been to the Myth. You've never been to the Myth? Nope. You've never been it. Did you ever by the, the old station? Uh, yeah, it's out well, by Maplewood Mall, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. I'm driven by it. Driven by it. I uh, I was there, but it was before it was the myth. It was <laughs> called the truth then. And you saw... Uh, oh, really? Good one. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Reavers, it wasn't that funny. With five like people. That. No, it wasn't that funny. I thought that was good. That was genius. It was, it was all right. Uh, it was genius was is what that was. <laughs> Owatonna police are investigating a reported incident where a man impersonating a police officer pulled over a juvenile. Owatonna... Oh, good. Owatonna police said it happened about 9 p.m. Sunday on Grove Avenue near the intersection of East Fremont Street. You familiar with that area, Chris? Right? Yep. Yep. Suspect described as a white man, six foot two inches, with a deep voice and youthful haircut type. He was wearing an untucked black colored shirt. What the hell is a youthful haircut? A youthful. You High know, and tight. Youthful. Like a little buzz cut or what? And had a badge clipped okay. to his shirt pocket. The department said the suspect had the juvenile step out of the vehicle and perform field sobriety tests before releasing him. Police said the suspect's vehicle was an older police sedan. Uh, as you say, Joe, they shouldn't sell these. I do this. not believe those cars should be sold to the public. They should go right to the crusher. Ford Crown Vic, this was, equipped with interior flashing lights. You're so wrong. You're just 100%. Isn't that a Bob Davis mobile? 100% wrong. Nope. In or fact, not. one of us went cruising with Bob Davis going storm chasing with Angie. Funnest really? car yeah. ever made. Yeah, but it's, it's got cop suspension. It's got cop transmission. It's got cop this, cop got cop that, tires. Cop, yeah. yeah, I that's, get it. That's why cops drive them, right? You I get and it. Nobody else. I get yeah. it. I get it. But if you had daughters, you'd be thinking differently. Because one of these idiots would oh, stop her. You always got to throw water on the fun. Yep. You, you know what you are? Huh. You're a buzzkill. <laughs> Killjoy, we'd say in the old days. Yeah, me, and, me and my buddy Wade, when we were kids, we had a flashing light, and we'd we'd pull people over, our buddies over, no, just for the fun of it. You know, but just it was, turn off his know, microphone. It was our buddies. Are you we, done yet, We John? never pulled strangers I got, oh, I can okay, be good. if you want me to. Sure. I didn't have a Crown Vic, but I had my bike on uh, Juno and Fairview, and I would go up and down and go, <laughs> and people that would be pulling over, yeah, looking for the cop. Pulled my parents oh, over. Damn good siren. Pulled up next to him, gave him the finger, you know, drove off. Hey, like, I'm let you this go. is a hillbilly hijinks, Sooch. This is what we do in the country. Oh. We drive around. Peel out in the gravel road. Yeah. Drive around. That's what <laughs> yes. we do for They take a go. You know, I got to offend Kenny on that because in Mandan, North Dakota, we'd say, hey, you want to go yeah. drive around? Drive around. Me around. and my buddies. And we just drive around. Yeah. 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 What did you do? We drove, drove around. around. Oh. What'd, you get, what'd you do Friday night? Drove, drove around. around. Drove around. Yeah. Joe and Maine. Did you want me to read more news, Joe? No, I want to read you an email from Downing. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, the Millerites, oh, yeah. uh, apparently they do still exist. I was talking to you about the Millerites, uh, the religion uh, developed by uh, Miller in, uh, in New York, 
who thought the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Jordy notes that it, I, I'm a Millerite, uh, Jordy says, oh, and I, I listen to our patron saint every Sunday. Who's that? This is Miller. Sounds almost like Tiny Tim. The back-to-school yeah. sale. <laughs> yes. It does. But yes. that's Mrs. Miller. The back-to-school sale is still underway at EcoFund Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Uh, this sale, I believe, is only going to run through September, so uh, get up there. You can get a Race Star 49cc right now for $11.99, a Cabo 50 for $17.99, Havana Classic 50, and Soho 50, both for $18.99. Ninety-nine, and once Lance and Sim, the manufacturer, learned what Tim Blue was up to, they they added that additional hundred dollars off the price. These are great for students or uh, workers who have short commutes. Great fuel uh, uh, mileage. How about one hundred and twenty miles to the gallon? Sometimes depends Ooh. how you do it. Great yep. parking, and if anything should ever happen to the scooter or you need service, Tim sends a truck through town every day. They pick your scooter up, bring it back to Forest Lake at EcoFun, service it, and return it to you. Also, a full line of Yamaha motorcycles, those fabulous Bintelli e-bikes, youth snowmobiles and ATVs, and yes, Kenny. Uh, when you're done, throw it to me, because I think I have a little bit of a public service regarding Tim and his shop. Well, I'm, I am wrapping it up, I but take advantage I, of the sale. Call them. If you're planning on going up there uh, in the next three days, please call before you go up there. Because I could swear I saw a tweet saying that Tim would be closed because they're going out of town for some sort of seminar. Oh, Rookie's showing it to me right now. Read it to me, Matthew. They're closed at 20 uh, today and tomorrow? Yes, to attend the American International Motorcycle Expo. So they're open again on Friday? They will open Sounds on like Friday, Friday and okay. Saturday, too. Okay. And right. they'll be full of brand new information from the American International Motorcycle Expo. That's a good catch. Uh, that's a good catch. I guess Tim's uh, uh, not going to be open today and tomorrow, <laughs> but only Friday. because he's gaining more knowledge yes. how you can save money. Perfect. GL will be uh, returning. Is that his cylinder index or his golf score? Either way, it's a big number. Here's Joe Suchere. Here's what the world's come to. Or here's what the United States has come to. The U.S. Army has issued a warning about the possibility of mass shootings at the upcoming screenings of the movie The Joker. Whoa. In a widely distributed email on September 18, marked for official use only, officials reminded service members to identify two escape routes and to run, hide, and fight in the event of a shooting. Run if you can, the message from the New York Post. Run if you can, the message said. If you're stuck, hide, also known as sheltering in place, and stay quiet. If a shooter finds you, fight whatever you can. On Tuesday, the Army confirmed that it issued the warning in a uh, in light of social media posts from incel extremists that were flagged by the FBI. What's an incel extremist? Incel. Hmm. I don't know. 
look up Brooke. the email to service members explained that incels idolize the joker character never mind i guess i found it out idolized the Joker character, the violent clown from the Batman series, admiring his depiction as a man who must pretend to be happy but eventually fights back against bullies. Uh, uh, an Army spokesperson said the message was routine. We want our workforce to be prepared and diligent on personal safety. In another memo Monday, top officials of the Army's Criminal Investigation Division said it had received credible intelligence from law enforcement in Texas about disturbing and very specific chatter on the dark web about the targeting of an unknown movie theater upon the release of the movie wow. October 4th. Jeez. What an embarrassment to this country. Involuntary I, I, celibates. Oh. That's what they are. Incel. Oh, I suppose the Joker is celibate in some strange way, or who cares? It's Joaquin Phoenix who plays the Joker. I know you have the First Amendment right to make this movie, but we're now making movies that causes the Army to issue warnings to their own employees. Hey, if you're going to go see the Joker, be careful, because they think the movie theaters are going to get shot up. Are you an involuntary celibate? Yes. You become one at age 65. <laughs> I think it, it's a little younger than that. <laughs> Remember I told you the other day, if you really believed, if you really believed that the use of fossil fuels was causing the <coughs> earth to end, yep. would you have blocked traffic in Washington, D.C.? If you really were a believer. That's right. Would you? No, no of course no. not. <laughs> Excuse me. Thanks, Ozzy. I have more information about that. Nice. Good More than 30 friends. activists were arrested during climate change yeah. demonstration across the District of Columbia on Monday. And while they did gain some attention, it might not have been the kind they were looking for. WTTG-TV reported that 32 people were picked up by police with arrests happening throughout the day as protesters shut down several roads and highways, dancing in the street and carrying signs protesting capitalism while demanding action on the climate emergency. Protesting capitalism. This has nothing to do with the environment. According to the Daily Caller, one group of activists locked themselves to a boat in the middle of one of the city's busiest streets, and many of the protesters were seen littering and setting objects on fire. If you really believed, you wouldn't have contributed uh, that smoke to the atmosphere. One activist raised eyebrows across the Twitter sphere as footage of him dancing while confetti was being thrown liberally caused critics on both sides of the political aisle to point out the irony of littering at an environmental demonstration. It wasn't an environmental demonstration. That's my point. Never was, never will be. Never was, never will be. Uh, uh, oh, Rook. Yep. Hope for you in your eternal quest. There's hope for me? To believe that uh-huh. rather than ever work in life, you're going to get lucky at a garage sale. I think I know what you're going to uh, reference. This in France. An elderly woman in France had no idea that the painting she had hanging above a hot plate in her kitchen was a lost work by an artist from the Renaissance. <laughs> Buenavito de Giuseppe, who went by the nickname Semabu, is a highly retarded Italian. Retarded? Regarded. Regarded, yes. Very much regarded. Close enough. Italian painter who lived in the late 13th century, and she had a. I don't care. Whoa. She six, had a, worth about $6 million. Yeah, big painting. And she just thought it was a... From a retarded Italian painter. Regarded, highly regarded. 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 Yeah. It's a simable. Yes. Word, uh, and I still uh, will. That is my fantasy I know, to find one of those I know, at a flea market. I know, I know, uh, A highly regarded... Regarded. 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 Artist. Oh, regarded. Yes. Regarded. Yes. yes, highly regarded. Uh, 
Rook, sometimes I think you're regarded. I am. Chief Offsite Correspondent Kelsey provides pertinent information, at least partially. <laughs> you spent a great deal of time the other day talking about the media blitz concerning the loss of 3 billion birds from North America since 1970. Apparently, they forgot to check their notes from the last time they made up statistics in order to scare people. I have linked two stories about bird losses that both have appeared in USA Today. The first one is from last week in which they told us that 3 billion birds had disappeared from the entire North American continent over the last 50 years. Sounds pretty dire. Well, in the second article from the same newspaper in 2013, they told us that as many as 3.7 billion birds are killed by cats, not climate change and habitat loss, just in the U.S., not the entire continent, and not over 50 years, but each year. Wow. Each year. Wow. If a humble chief offsite correspondent working for a podcast about 15 minutes a day can come up with this, what does it say about the ethics and or competence of the journalistic world? Here, Isn't that a great here, point? Yeah. In 2013, excellent. USA Today reported that 3.7 billion birds are killed by cats every year. Wow. And this most recent article said we've lost 3 billion birds over the last 50 years. Uh, which we don't is know that. Which is it? Downing, frequent contributor, has oh. a wonderful point on the Ken Burns uh, country music uh, series. Which we can't get John Hyde to watch. I just, I'll it's, get there. You're driving me crazy. I haven't had time. Leave me alone. Uh, Dave oh, writes, on. that's an interesting take you have on the Ken Burns country music domita- uh, documentary that it's a history of AM radio. What had come to mind for me is that it's the history of 20th century America. Mm-hmm. But more specifically, it's the history of the parts of America farthest from the country's tallest buildings. Absolutely. And it shows the people of the red states, the deplorables who cling to their guns and religion, as real, hardworking, talented, and intelligent people who struggle with the realities of life and family. If there are two Americas, could this program actually help us understand each other better and appreciate each other more? I, I, I don't get... Who, who'd that come from? Dave Downing. Yeah, Downing's brilliant, and I love him. Um, but I didn't... I'm not seeing a lot of political divisiveness divisiveness uh, are you in the series yeah no 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 he i think he what he's suggesting is that if people watch this it's going to give them pause it's going to make them realize but he is correct that there is a vast difference and it does uh maybe unknowingly point that out that the the people that do live near the world's tallest buildings kind of poo poo country music as did the folks in nashville I, I mean, that's pointed out many, many times. And then Nashville itself kind of turned into elitist. And they were, you know, looking down their nose at the types of Willie and Waylon and other... Willie couldn't make it in Nashville. And other traditional country artists, mm-hmm. and, and including Loretta and a lot of other people, and and even Emmy Lou. And mm-hmm. these artists, thank God, they just went ahead and gave the record company and their producers the big finger, released these albums, that Redheaded Stranger album. Yeah. My God, Brilliant. they all thought that that was just a piece of crap, and we're going to put it out to shut Willie up. The best music is coming from the people who were either in prison or divorced seven times. That explains <laughs> that's, their uh, that's their broken hearts, their yeah. uh, the love, feel for their music. I love when you come in here and just... 
blurred out, <laughs> blurred out your take on it. And yeah. that was that was the argument we had this morning off the air. That yeah. was that's fun. I think Tammy uh, Tammy's record for a marriage was forty four days. <laughs> oh my god, she was married like eighteen <laughs> times. The poor thing. Oh my goodness. And uh, uh, George Jones, they called him the possum. The possum. He he yeah. uh, he refused to be happy even when he was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. What was his big song that Royce used to play as a bump, Johnny? He stopped loving her. No, the other one. Is it Backside of 30? No, Is that George? John, John? That's John Connor. That's when oh, Royce was living above Conley. the Cheesecake Factory oh, in uh, Pryor Lake. He was living a George Jones song. What All was right. the one where they, uh, the bear in the cave? Where the guy kills the, the mistress oh, and yeah. puts her in the Something cave? Something Miller's Point. Miller's, right? okay. That's the name of it. Got it. I wasn't going to bring up Greta today. We don't want to know about that. And really don't, but hail the flashlight king. Hail you. Joe, I watched the UN speech and was struck by a few things. I have a reply to uh, Greta Thunberg. After watching your very impassioned speech at the UN, I had a few thoughts. First of all, how dare you accuse those who have come before you of doing nothing? Efforts to do better for the environment started at least 40 years before you were even born. We removed lead from all of the gasoline in our vehicles in the early 1970s and installed catalytic converters. We have improved gas mileage drastically over the same period. Over-the-road trucks no longer belch black smoke on our highways. We have developed hybrid and electric cars, e-bikes, buses, and trains, and invested billions in mass transit and efficient highway system. Emissions from coal-burning plants have been reduced to the point where they emit little more than steam, and we have invested in clean nuclear energy. Although you may not be able to see from our nation's tallest buildings, there are fields full of solar and wind power. We have recycling programs virtually everywhere. Our largest aircraft have seen great improvements in efficiency while reducing the number of engines on each plane from four to two. We no longer burn trash in our backyards, except for Kenny. Right, thank you. Satellite technology (laughs) allows farmers to prevent over-application of chemicals and pesticides in their fields. We have been very busy, Ms. Thunberg. And for you to sit on that stage and scold the adults in the room shows little knowledge and respect for those who have been working very hard to preserve our environment while you stomp your feet, pout, and march in circles, keeping, uh, keep pushing back the hick in the city. Uh, he's making a great point whether he intended to or not. Oh, I think they're all great points. They're all great points. But the overarching point that I took from this, uh, we have discussed it before, is quit hectoring the United States. You crackpots, you you activists. Mm-hmm. We've right. done more than any right. place else in the world to clean up our act. Go to Indonesia. Go to India where still people poop outside. Yep. Go to Africa. Yep. Go well, to Asia. Pooping outside is underrated. <laughs> State Fair t-shirt 2020. <laughs> I don't knock it. No, no. It. You want to me to be terribly serious about it? It's it's terribly it's it it cannot be under overrated enough. It's cause it's cause of disease. Well, it's, it's why it's, it's it's pathetic. No, no. You're right. It's why old school outlaw uh, outhouses are now outlawed because it is, it is bad. My point being, but I mean, it's, it's the it's United funny. States that bears the brunt of international criticism mm-hmm. when the United States has done more than anyone. Go to China. Go to Indonesia. Go to Southeast Asia. Where else? Mozambique. Sure. Suit. A friend of mine's thirteen-year-old has come home and and engaged her mom in this global uh, warming nonsense, and she's essentially parroting everything the teachers say. And my friend, you know, lays out the facts and tells her what it's like and what the real deal is. The kid will have none 
of it. Really? She will not listen to her parents you regarding this because she's been brainwashed at school. And, and she's spouting wrong facts. And I think I'm going to paraphrase Dennis Prager. I don't even know if I have the statement correct. But he said something to the effect that when we have it so good, it's almost human nature to invent problems. George Jones. Yeah. Yeah. We refuse to be happy. Uh, want to take a break or do you want to do something? Yeah, I think one of you Rook. should do something. Well, I'd love to tell you about Jack's Cafe. Do it. Uh, Jack's Cafe is in northeast Minneapolis. Uh, 1928 University Avenue Northeast and 19th, and it is three generations. It's a family-run operation, and you don't stay in business that long with if you're not putting out the goods. And the goods are a fine meal, a great date night menu. Ask for the rookie date night menu. Some GLs were just there on Twitter last week, and they said they had a wonderful meal. It was right after the Vikings game. They loved it. But you have to ask for the meal so they can do what to the menu, Joe? Bring it to you. Bring the menu to you. If you're thinking about a party, well, whether it's uh, 25 people or 300, maybe a nice big wedding or a work party, they will accommodate. They have several different rooms for you, and all you have to do is call them early enough to reserve the room. 612-789-7297. The website, jackscafe.com, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com. The patio is still open, and they're going to change to their fall motif, so you might want to get one last look before the weather turns. It's a beautiful patio to enjoy a cocktail and a fine meal. Sunday brunch, fine dining, and their parties. If you want to check out Jack's Cafe, you can. Tell them the Rook sent you, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com, 612-789-7297. Tell Billy that the Rook sent you. Justice and the Souteray. Uh Before we get to Johnny, I know Kenny will be terribly amused by this, as most GLers would be. Will you quit doing that? I can't help it. I know. play such great I know. music. Uh, Representative Sheila Jackson Lee has incorrectly claimed that AR-15 rifles fire 50 caliber ammunition and that the weapons are as heavy as 10 moving boxes. <laughs> That's what? so funny. And uh, Jordy notes that uh, if you took an AR to Guam, then it would probably tip over. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, I don't want to read the rest of that. These are very uninformed people, aren't they? But Just I terribly mean, uninformed. The, the, Hank Johnson. He, well, uh, wouldn't the island capsize? Pause. <laughs> well, we don't we, anticipate that. We don't that, anticipate sir. that, sir. <laughs> but the size of, of a ten fi- moving boxes. of a fifty cal round compared to a two two three. I mean, it's like my arm compared to my finger. Right. You know. <laughs> Read sure Game of Snipers by. Stephen Hunter, Stephen with a PH, Game of Snipers. And then after you read that, you will want to read his first ever book called Point of Impact. They are extraordinary. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. Odd analogy, Kenny. Airport enforcement for real ID is one year away, and Minnesota Department of Public Safety is highly encouraging Minnesotans with standard driver's license or ID to apply now. When is you, when are you when does yours expire? It's a good question, but I better go get this. I was going to say, thing. I still have the old one. I oh, just I'm, got a fresh one over the winter. I'm 23. I'm Did good. you get the real ID with your new one? No, no uh, I didn't she either. said it wasn't ready yet. Uh, uh, the full real ID enforcement begins October 1st, 2020. Well, I'm good on this license till to January of 2021. Because I can go trade it in now. If you want. 
To be able to travel through the air, every traveler age 18 or older will need to have a real ID I by that fly. time. I can fly! Enhanced driver's license ID, passport, passport card, or another acceptable form of ID to fly within the U.S. or to enter any federal facility. This is a federal law, is it not? Yeah. Yes. Early renewal for a real ID will have a fee. The fee depends on how early you renew. Uh, $2 for a renewal up to 17 months before expiration, 4 bucks for a renewal 18 to 29 months before expiration, and $6 for a renewal more than 29 months before expiration. Can you get one if you already have an expired license? I just realized. Whoops. Officer oh, Chris, you, you're not even have, you are you licensed li- right now? You He's and lucky. licenses and license plates and tabs. Hey Rook, I need a ride. <laughs> <laughs> Again? I'm on the cross town. Come get no me. questions. Oh. Just come get me so I'm not late. I tried to rent a car once in uh, Phoenix and I gave the guy my license. He said, Is this a prank? I said, What are you talking about? He says, This expired last year. Oh. <laughs> what? Oh. I completely let it go for a year. I didn't even yeah. know. <laughs> well, that's like when I went up to when I called you guys when I drove to Winnipeg, oh, and yeah. I gave you the since when have you needed a passport to get to bleep in Canada? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he gave me the one day. He said if you're as long as you're back within 24 hours, you you'll you'll yeah, be well, I might be a mountain driver. And right. Even going in and coming back in a day that doesn't. Uh, I guess it's not as shifty as I might think it No, might because be. what they did is they took a photocopy and then registered my driver's license. Terribly interesting, but no, I'm more I want to hear this. this. Part of what Shut up, Buzzkill. Yo, I want to hear this. Wow. He gave me 24 That's hours. Captain Buzzkill to you. <laughs> he said, in 24 hours, you'll be you'll check back in because you check back at the same checkpoint. Oh. And he said, if if as long as you do that, your license will then be removed. Yeah, you were right, Such. Did you watch any uh, Canadian was, town ball up there? I was, I was wrong, Such. You were right. <laughs> I went to watch the Wild get their butt kicked. Johnny, oh, yes. always trust Such. Always trust Johnny, Joe. Johnny, Al Franken, Johnny. who resigned his U.S. Senate seat in 2017, will reemerge into the public sphere on Saturday when he starts a new weekly radio show on the Sirius XM satellite service. He's perhaps the most prominent public figure felled by the Me Too movement to step back into uh, public life. He said he had no plans to return to politics, but as an author, former Air America radio host, and SNL writer and comedian, he's going back to a realm he inhabited before becoming a senator. It's so weird that you mentioned that. I have the promo for it right here. Right here. Uh, I'm back on the air. Uh, and, um, uh, Air America didn't really like um, go well in the Senate. Um, my time in the Senate was uh, a little cut short, and uh, we'll have some funny jokes, and I'm going to bring back my uh, Pete Tagliani character from Saturday Night Live. Um, his motto was, um, that was with Frank and Davis, but uh, and we were saying, like, vote for me, Pete Tagliani, you'll be glad you did. And, uh, you know, we'll have some fun. Chris Rock is coming on, and like Sanders and things. He is, actually. That's true, Al. Uh, Chris Rock is the first guest. Yeah, he's going to be the first. Uh, Kevin Hart wasn't available. He's uh, <laughs> under the weather right now. And, uh, kind of interesting that we're playing a tape of the promo, but you were able to interact with him. It's kind of like the Chilean, <laughs> Chilean miner. Yeah, can you hold, please? How about Al say, can you hold, please? Uh, can you, uh, yeah, can you hang on there, please, a little bit? <laughs> Uh, Spanish or what? I don't know. Are you only going to do this once a week, Al? Oh, yeah. I got a big schedule. I got a lot of things going on and, uh, you know, audio, radios. I don't know if you know this, but radio, you really have to work hard at it. 
Yeah. And I think I'm only working hard enough to put out one quality show a week. Okay. As yeah. opposed to you at five. Well, so you're so busy. Have you found time to chase tail lately? Uh, the channel, uh, Franny's got me on a tight leash now. And uh, so we're just going to. Say no come in Rangoon. Yeah, your plan come yeah, in no Rangoon's. I'm uh, tuned in right at home. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm tuning myself in now. <laughs> Come in, man, cool. So I'll see you guys. Hope, uh, hope okay, you guys will give okay. a listen. Good luck, Al. It's a hell of a promo. I'm Good glad he made Al. one for us. Yeah. Cut. Ohio authorities released a video this week showing a county jail inmate in the facility accepting contraband that was dropped off by a drone. The surveillance footage taken at the Cuyahoga, Cuyahoga County Jail in Euclid Shows the man who's outside for recreation with other inmates as he starts wandering and then looks up to the sky. Suddenly he jerks forward while holding up his orange jail garb trying to catch something that falls from the sky. The inmate walks over after it hits the ground, uses uniform to pick it up and conceal it, and walks away. Brilliant. Authorities said the items that were dropped into the jail, marijuana and a cell phone. Erie County Sheriff Paul Sigsworth said, if it can happen there, it can happen anywhere. You try to stay one step ahead as best you can, but you try to learn from incidents like this locally and nationally. Drones dropping contraband into prisons or jails is nothing new. Back in 2018, a mother and daughter were caught allegedly flying a drone packed with contraband over a Florida state prison. Uh, this actually became so popular that the FAA added new air restrictions last year for drones among the places you cannot fly them above a prison. I did see a news report also that they were dropping uh, brats Ooh. from uh, some of the drones. From <laughs> where where they? Yeah. Did they get out to Grunhoffers to get them? Yeah, this a huge request by a lot of inmates. Grunhoffers Old Fashioned Meats in Hugo, the north end of Hugo, right on uh, Highway 61. You can't miss it. they got a big GL sign out in the parking lot. I've right now, it. Spencer's got two new uh, flavors, a pit-smoked pork brat and a bacon fireball brat. And you can uh, still get the rookie burgers, beef sticks, yes. chicken broth flavors too. But it, it has become the uh, garage logicians. Uh, you meat. had them this weekend, right? You thought they were uh, you thought they were delicious. They did you have the fireball brought? No, I had. Uh, I can tell you which ones I had. His family ran right through them. They uh, bacon they cheddar. gobbled them up so fast there weren't any left. I had. Uh, I don't know. There's 130 of these. If yeah. I remember, you. But I got helped in the store. Yeah, the sauerkraut. You had the sauerkraut yep. brought. Yep. And uh, so there was one of the employees, and I said, okay, here's my shopping list. Yep. And then Go to he, it. he knew exactly where they were, and I got all my stuff, yeah. and it's just fantastic. Well, they're very organized, Joe. I just want to thank you for not inviting us over. That's okay. Yeah, it, was that was really nice uh, it was a neighborhood It was a neighborhood get-together. Yeah, right. We were quite the we're talk of the neighborhood get-together when we showed up with uh, Grunhofer's mm. brats from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats at the north end of Hugo. Yeah. A homey scene turned bizarrely violent in Florida when a young woman got into a fight with her elderly family members at the dinner table over the number of tomatoes she ate. <laughs> well, you know what I had last night? Tomato pie. Have you ever had tomato pie? I have not. Sounds no. delicious. Just fantastic. Sounds, sounds good. Well, it's, it's a pizza in essence, but it's high quality. Okay. Oh, it yeah. sounds really Well, good. I'm sure it's high quality because your wife is independently wealthy. Yeah. So only the finest and freshest ingredients. Well, the disagreement started over a fight over the food, it ended with a girl allegedly trying to stab Grandpa. 19-year-old Katie Gates. Has I see that coming to my life somehow. I, I don't know. Yeah. Go tell Papa Joe. It's That's the 15th tomato he's eaten. Give me a knife. 19-year-old Katie Gates has been charged with two felonies over the incident. She's been accused of aggravated assault and aggravated battery on a victim over the age of 65. According to the incident by the Nassau County Sheriff's Office, Gates' grandma claimed the girl became angry because, quote, 
She wanted to eat more than her fair share of tomatoes at the dinner table. When Grandma denied her more tomatoes, Gates became disrespectful toward the other adults oh, in the house. Was it those little cherry tomatoes? Because a guy could eat about 30, 40 right. of those. That's an excellent like point. I love my tomatoes. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Tomato pie, you say? Yeah, it's just like fantastic. Tin, like Looks whole... like an apple pie. You cut it in, and it's got cheese and tomato, and it's just beautiful. So it's like a deep dish pizza, kind of. Well, it's better than that yeah. for you, probably. Probably. Yeah, it sounds delicious. Yeah. And you cut up some, uh, I actually did this. Because we had leftover brats from Sunday. I cut up uh, hunks of uh, Grunhofer brat and put it in there, and Ooh. it just really made the difference. That nice. is fascinating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Did you put it on Instagram? No. Nope. I don't you know how. Doing that. I don't do that Instapost. Instapost? Instagram. Instapost. You should have sent us a picture like you did of the brats on the grill, and we yeah. all went, huh, yeah. I wonder why we you aren't there. You didn't get to go there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, this gal uh, was released after posting $18,000 bond. How's Grandpa doing? Grandpa's okay. Everybody's fine. Right. She actually threw a pack of cigarettes at Grandpa, too. What state was this? Florida. Okay. There's yeah. a shot. There you go. Florida. Florida. Ancient mummies providing valuable insight into the lives of ancestors, and now new research shows that cholesterol and heart disease. I would imagine that all mummies would be ancient. Playing. <laughs> there you go. They're a pretty good catch. Plagued early societies as much you know, if as if I was editing the thing, I might right. have just said, not you, but whoever wrote well, the well, story, I might have just said, you don't really need the word ancient. Well, I mean, I, well, mummies. You can have mummies that are only there the last 40 years. Huh? Yeah, people get mummified all they the time. They still mummify people? I didn't, I didn't know no, that. No, that mummified, but the people who uh, get lost in the mountain and die in, in the cold. They oh, up, like they uh, George up, Mallory. They end up mummified. On Everest. Whatever. Are we done here? Seems like we're done. <laughs> we sure should be, shouldn't we? But we're not. These, these old mummies had cholesterol uh, problems. I wonder Just why, John. <laughs> we're definitely <laughs> done. <laughs> well, what were they? Serious question. What were they eating that was uh, causing it, high cholesterol? It wasn't just that. Uh, let's see. There's a reason for it. I saw it in the story. A lot story of chips. Earlier. Life expectancy was about 12. Uh, as yeah, far afterlife. As far as what was causing such excessive cholesterol plaque buildup among people living during the time period, this is in ancient Egypt we're talking about, uh-huh. researchers listed factors such as smoke from fire pits, oh, yeah. viral and bacterial infections, which were not treated in those days, so they were left untreated, and just plain old bad genes. Right. So well, you get a cut back then, you're done, huh? Yeah. That's a good way to look yeah, at it. right. Ain't got no polysporine. In, right. What are you eating in ancient Egypt? I don't even know. I don't know, but it's the game you and I have played. Who's the first to have ever eaten something? Yeah. You ever wonder how Native Americans must have smelled like campfire all the time? All yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, they had fires right in their lodges. Yeah, in the tent. Mm-hmm. I, I have one out front of my place, and and I need a shower afterwards because the stink drives me crazy. Yeah, me too. It, it's actually the only talking. time I do shower is after I've had a campfire. Haven't had one in a while, huh? <laughs> Johnny with the rear shot shot. Johnny. Johnny. Hail the flashlight king. Hail you. On September 21st, we lost the most influential and absolutely brilliant man in my life. I called him Grandpa Miller, but to others he was known as Ralph Henry Miller of Watertown, South Dakota. When the bombing of Pearl Harbor took place, he enlisted in the Army and was sent to Yuma, Arizona for training. Well, his time off while training in that rough country, he applied his horsemanship services to local area ranchers where rustlers were uh, coming up from Mexico and trying to pillage the rancher's stock. Upon his completion of training, he was offered the chance to attend West Point for officer training. He had graciously declined the offer 
offer because he was ready and wanting to serve overseas with the Army Division and personnel he had trained with. After arriving in France, he received what he now calls the best Dear John letter from his gal back home. He said it was the best because it would uh, he never would have met Grandma Miller, a.k.a. Elsie Johnson. While in France, he received shrapnel uh, from a, on a French gravel road that, uh, that was put there from a horrible German sniper bullet, which he found out later was supposed to be for General Patton, who was there to rally the troops. He said they never got all the shrapnel from his leg and always joked about how he loved the countryside in France so much he wanted to take some home with him. While over in France and Germany, he rose to the rank of sergeant. He was also the first in his regiment to reach the home of the evil man Hitler, his name for Hitler when little ears were around, which was in the French Alps called the Eagle's Nest. On arrival in that location, they had found that fires were in mid-form in the fireplaces and a tea kettle still had hot water in it. He had always bragged about being able to jump on Hitler's bed and in the same sentence would let people know he never took off his dirty boots just to rub it in a little bit more. While in Germany, they had come across German soldiers who had surrendered and while he was writing names down of the German soldiers, he had one of them repeat their name twice. As it turned out, the German was a second cousin to his mother. Wow. He came home to Watertown, South Dakota to farm, get married, enjoy the fruits of fishing and outdoors, help raise four children and send them off to get married and produce 12 grandchildren, 30 great-grandchildren, and one great-great-grandchild. He is the man that told me to never become a one-sided person, whether it would be with politics or any other relationship. Everyone has their own side to a story, so listen to both. He will be uh, missed tremendously. From uh, This is from David Frerichs. Uh, another great living American who were, they're just, we're running out of them. There aren't any left. We're just running out. No. Guy in his 90s. Paper thin. Uh, I did one other news note that I'm finding amusing because we talked about politicians and how they seem a bit incompetent these days. I think so. Apparently they were sending uh, talking points out to all the Republican uh, Congress people about uh, this whole uh, affair with the Trump uh, thing, the um, the uh, transcription today, yeah. the talking points to senators who are Republican, who could use these talking points mm-hmm. when talking to the press. They accidentally also sent them to the Democrats. Really? Oh, yeah. really? Oh, oh, nice. Just, yeah. Very nice. And, and uh, apparently then they hit the recall button, which, of course, <laughs> too late. Right. Yeah, it's Sorry. too late. It's too Already late. there. It's too late. Not too late to get to Moeller. Thursday, right. Thursday uh, tomorrow through Saturday at the Edina Store, 50th in France, the extraordinary diamond event, all diamonds. Uh, and diamond jewelry, 10 to 50% off. And guess where I'm going? Hmm. And not for the reason you think. Going to frats? Yep. But Why? not for mums. Why? I'm getting some large drywall screws because we're doing a, a project in the bathroom that involves barnwood. Oh. And you know those belts, black belts that have the scoopers on them for like uh, <sighs> dirt and stuff? like. I'll take a picture of it. i got a great project. And it's homemade, and it involves expensive barn wood, Kenny. Get the star screws, okay. not, not the Phillips screws, and make sure you've got the right He wouldn't bits. have the tool to screw it in. Make sure you get oh, the I right... I got the tool to screw it in. <laughs> <laughs> you ask Vodka Joe. Badoom. Uh, make sure you get the right bits for those things, because they won't strip out the way your uh, Phillips heads are. Oh, all right. Are. I'm sure Frats will have it. They'll know what, uh, they'll know what I'm talking about. I'll go and ask. Hey, yeah. should I tell people where I'm going? Yeah, yeah, why, why don't you? Sure. Uh, so, so we can all, listeners and employees together, mock you on Monday <laughs> when you get back. I got to go to Dallas because the Garage Logic's been nominated for Podcast of the Year. I think the category is what? Podcasts affiliated with radio stations? As opposed, I mean, I'm not up against. Uh, 
Joe Rogan. It's uh, it's podcast, podcast of the year generated or in affiliation with a radio station, That's and there's right. five nominees, and GL's one of them. That's right. Yeah, yeah. For, these are Marconi Awards, mm-hmm. I where sure I've hope, got uh, at least 15 second places. Let's make it 16. <laughs> I no. sure hope they don't hear today's show. You're coming back. You are coming back with. The hardware. Baby. I think so. Maybe coming this time. back with the hardware. Huh? Maybe this time. If you want to find out more about our podcast or back podcasts, go to garagelogic.com. We'll catch you next time. Good luck, Suchi. Yeah.